Hey, She Slays listeners. Before we get into the episode, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, the Focus Academy. So you know chiropractic can help kids, but you lack confidence in your knowledge or communication skills to educate parents in your community. I've got a solution for you. The Focus Academy gives you the training and education to understand the why behind those wins and challenges you're seeing in clinic. They teach you how to perform a full brain-based exam, how to go beyond just the subluxation, but stay principled in your chiropractic approach and address and understand the consequences on brain development. They take a two-pronged approach. First, clinical solutions taught in a way that gives you full access to a deeper and more comprehensive understanding and breaks those techniques and approaches down into digestible and practical steps. Second, right now strategies you can employ wherever you are in your training. You'll learn how to seamlessly ask and answer the big questions in your clinical exams and re-exams and have it actually inform the whole child approach and care planning in a way your patients will understand. And since you're a She Slays listener, you'll get free access to the Focus Academy's Kickstart program. Just click the link in the show notes to get started on your journey to improving your practice. Hey, She Slayers, and welcome to another episode of She Slays the Day podcast. I am your host, Dr. Lauren Brunswick, and we have a very, very, very special episode today. Um, so you, I, <laughs> so I'm ashamed to admit that how I found out about our next guest was actually not from TLC or, you know. TV uh, or social media even, but it was through message after message after message of you guys messaging me saying, you have to try and get this doc on the podcast. And I was like, wait, what? There's a chiropractic reality show? And so then I went down the rabbit hole. I fell in love with her because she's so great. Um, watched the show because I was like super skeptical. No, I don't want to say that. I take it back. I was not super, super skeptical. I was super nervous. That is a much better word. As I would imagine all of us were, right? Like, oh, who is it? How is she going to explain this? What's it going to look like? Oh, how is like, not even like, you know, you just kind of imagine that there's only a certain amount that's in her control too. So what is the production company going to make this look like? Uh, you know, we've been burned. All right. I think it is safe to say that as chiropractors, it is okay that we felt nervous of like, how is the media going to portray this? Because, you know, we look at like, uh, oh gosh, who, what's the show where the, <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, I'm forgetting on all the things. It was two, not two men and a baby. Um, but he was like this really dweeby chiropractor who was living with the guy who went crazy and like talked about tiger's blood, Charlie Sheen. At least I remembered one thing. I don't know. You're all yelling into the podcast right now, like the name of it, but I can't remember it. Um, so yeah, so that guy was not a good portrayal of chiropractic. Uh, so we're like, all right, how is this going to go? And so I started watching because like, I don't know if you know this, but I also really try and protect you from having a bad experience with a guest. And I don't know if it's you or if it's me. So I'm like, well, let's see if she's entertaining and if I, I like her. And I fell in love with her. Um, so today we have Dr. Alessandra Colon on. And I, I asked as many questions as I could. Okay. 
there are certain questions you're just not allowed to talk about. Like, don't you guys watch reality TV enough and like go down the rabbit holes of what you're allowed to ask and what you're not allowed to ask and what they're allowed to talk about? So I did my best. I did my best to get as many dirty details as possible. We talk about, um, but I threw this out to my audience and you guys had a lot of questions. So I tried to incorporate as many of those questions as possible. First, I really got like into it. Um, can we talk about Britney Spears for just like one little sidestep? I was procrastinating. I'm just in a procrastinating mood today. Uh, I actually watched a video from Brenda Bouchard on procrastination while I was trying to procrastinate. It was good. It got me stopped procrastinating a little bit. And then I was on Instagram because I sit in front of the microphone like, okay, you can do this. Um, I don't know why intros are so much more difficult to like wrap up and you just want them to be so good because they're like, they're, they're introducing you to an episode. So they should be good, especially ones where you've got like good people on, you know, compared to the bad, I'm joking. Um, so I'm on Instagram and Britney Spears has a book coming out and I mean, I'm going to read it. I wish it was a reality show. If I'm honest, I, I, I am like totally praying for season two of Crack Addicts, but also Britney Spears reality show would be fantastic, but it's a book. And if you're not like following the whole Britney thing, like maybe you're like kind of following where you're like, yeah, didn't she like, there was like free Britney for a while. Yes. We all said free Britney. And then she got her Instagram account given to her and we were all like, huh, her poor Brit girlfriend's got some, some stuff going on. So I don't know. I I'm going to read it. But like, if you even read her Instagram posts, it's like, what was that coherent? Well, that was incoherent. That was an incoherent ramble. So I don't know how a book happened, but we'll see. We'll see. Again, I'd still love a reality show but I'll take a book. Um, all right. What else do we need? Oh, speaking of books, for those that are also paying attention, you know that I have been, <laughs> I got introduced over a year ago, March of 2022. I fell into the like fey fantasy fiction world and I have never wasted so much productive time in my life reading non- helpful fiction. <laughs> That's all we're going to say. I So my mom, I finally got her to finish the A Court of Thorns and Roses series. That's what started everything off. It's an addiction. Okay. Like if you haven't read it, uh, you need to, please. Like, what are you doing? Just stop listening to this podcast and go listen to that. So then I'm finishing up Throne of Glass, which is like eight books long. It's by the same author eight thick books. We're talking like 23 hours on Audible. So I don't know how many pages that turns out to, but like, and then also like, I don't know, like two and a half inches thick. Like these are big, big books. And I already know, like I'm in the final couple hours of listening to the final book. And so I, next I'm going to read The Fourth Wing. I don't know if any of you are in this. This is just Lauren's book club of fantasy fae people. 
we're weirdos. It's okay. Uh, somebody told me about a podcast called Flights of Fantasy. So if you are in this world and you're also into podcasts, which you're listening to me, so Flights of Fantasy. I haven't checked it out yet, but I definitely know um, what I'll be doing the next time I want to procrastinate. Screw Brendan Bouchard. I'm going to be listening to Flights of Fantasy. <laughs> that is not helpful. All right. So Dr. Alessandra has a deep compassion for those seeking improved health and wellness fueled by personal experience. She's going to share, um, we kind of touch on a couple pretty traumatic things that happened to her. So at the age of 14, Dr. Cologne was diagnosed with stage four Hodgkin's lymphoma cancer. After doctor gave her a 25% chance to live, she underwent advanced chemotherapy and radiation leading to her remission. Surviving her greatest struggle powered her love of health and life. Looking back, it dawned on her that she had gained so much more than growing hair back. She says beating cancer gave her the push to become more knowledgeable about the human body, nutrition, and natural prevention of disease. Um, insert chiropractic. So after graduating from the University of Arizona with a Bachelor's of Science, Dr. Cologne's devotion led her to pursue her doctorate of chiropractic from Palmer College in Florida, where I wish I would have gone. Like, if we're honest, like, that's where I come on. Or life west. But I don't know. I think they're like more north. So I don't think they have as much beach happening. All I can say is that I am following the Palmer. Like, I follow a bunch of students and you guys that are at the beach studying. I'm just jealous. Jealous. Anyways, at Palmer. <laughs> back to her. She was challenged and instructed by leading professionals in the field and augmented her skill with proficiencies in sports therapy, rehab, and nutritional guidance. During her studies, Dr. Cologne desired to both test her abilities further as well as reach out to a global community. Between the years of 2010 and 2012, she traveled to the Grenadines, the Dominican Republic, and India, offering free chiropractic care to over 4,000 people. Her commitment to promoting optimal health and well-being has been integral in freeing people from pain and increasing her patient's whole body performance ever since. Her journey didn't end there, and after spending years running marathons alongside her mother and brother in the fight against cancer, she was nominated to campaign for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. After 10 weeks, she raised over $60,000 and was crowned the 2015 Woman of the Year. She went on to become Palm Beach Illustrated Top Chiropractor 2018 and Best of Palm Beach 2020 and 2021. Today, she serves her community as a living inspiration to us all and a daily reminder to fight for the things you believe in. As for her practice, Dr. Cologne uses a whole person approach. This approach to wellness involves discovering the root causes of pathology or dysfunction and making interventions and lifestyle adjustments that optimize one's ability to function within a day-to-day -day life. She looks to the spine when evaluating a patient's entire body and treats accordingly as she understands that complete health relies heavily on how body parts affect each other biomechanically using this unique system. Dr. Cologne is able to help her patients accelerate and maintain their journey to good health. She says, don't restrict your practice to the musculoskeletal. It's much more than that. There is nothing better than allowing your body to heal itself. So there we go. Um, <laughs> obviously, her promotional person did not follow my four to five sentence bio rule, but that's okay. We Now we know so much and you probably were wondering. So in this episode, we're going to talk about how did this happen? Um, how did like this fall into her world? What are her goals going forward? What were the challenges that she experienced with this? And 
like just her story and her opinions and how she wants to help this profession. So let's pray and then we get into it. Dear God, thank you for this opportunity that chiropractic has been given. Thank you for putting such a large burden on someone else and not me. No, just kidding. Um, thank you for Dr. Cologne. Uh, Alessandra, I, she knows the weight that she carries and the impact that can happen from this. Please, please pour your blessing over this. Make a season two happen. I think it is just getting started with the impact that can be had and the people who can discover chiropractic in such a huge way. Thank you for the production team um, and how, how well chiropractic is being portrayed in media. Um, thank you for the support that she has given. Continue to surround Dr. Alessandra with so much support from her peers. Uh, she shares that it wasn't necessarily the haters of chiropractic that she was worried about. It was her peers. And so continue to surround her with an outpouring of love and support and encouragement. And let us each stand up and figure out how we can continue to feel the impact that we're doing. You know, be with anybody who listens to this and feels shame or judgment. Um, their ego feels like they're not doing enough. And um, a reminder that we're all playing such a part in this on the grand scope and you focus on every single child individually. And that at the day of um, reckoning and judgment, you're not going to ask, but how many views did you get? It is going to be how how well were you used when I gave you opportunities to do so and shed light and love and impact on everyone around you. In your name we pray. Amen. All righty. I'm excited. This is She's awesome. You guys are going to love her so much. Um, here is my interview with Dr. Alessandra Colon. So yeah, so we'll just get started. I'm um, really excited. Actually, my uh, publicist was like, so I have one publicist on DLC and then one publicist for me. Um, and she's like, I'm really excited about this one because it's the person who's like, she's so synergetic with you. Artists. Her questions are synergetic with you. I'm like, I know. I really like it. <laughs> like, how do I ask this without being an asshole? Uh, no. <laughs> and I'm like, bring it on. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. So, hi. Hi. Nice to meet you. Um, nice to meet you. Is this, is this been insane? Like, okay. I peaked, hold on. The preface to that question is I was like, went down your rabbit hole of Instagram and I found a post from last November. So I have a feeling you knew last November, you'd have known things that were coming in 2023, right? Actually, wow, you're really good. Way to be detective. Yeah. Last November, I was eight and a half months pregnant. Um, the project had been ongoing for well over a year. Uh, and I was kind of in the production you think puerto rican time oh, is like you don't wild. even recording yeah but production is like a whole nother time of like their their time frame and i'm sitting there thinking oh gosh it's never gonna happen and one of the producers calls me and says i have a, one last question for you and i say okay and i'm like right there i'm like gosh i'm so fat right now i'm pregnant but let's go <laughs> oh, and i call her up and she's like what's going on and she says my one last question is, are you ready to be the first chiropractor in the world to have a national televised series? 
God. And I literally just like started sobbing. It could have been hormones, could have been excitement, but I was like, oh. <laughs> you had no idea while and you were filming if it was even going to happen. Yeah, I had no idea. I need to go through some steps and process to get approved. Um, as you believe, there's a lot of connotations around chiropractic care. So I'm sure nah, everybody- Nah, nah. <laughs> um, And then I was like, well, when are we going to do this? And they were like, um, so like, you know, in two months, I'm like, well, I'm going to be delivering soon. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. <laughs> so how old is your baby now? He is seven months. Okay. I love my life. He's so cute. Wow. I can't imagine the like process to me that would be like I, i'm a serial dater so like it would be like dating someone that i'm like i don't know i don't know if i'll marry you or not i the, the lack of commitment would be heartbreaking it was really 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 tough um and i you know they were so wonderful with me they said we'll give you as much time as can um before we film you know the first season um but i don't care what anybody says a newborn and uh <laughs> Six weeks postpartum and filming is insanity. Insanity. I was like, cut, got a breastfeed. (laughs) (laughs) Got a milk. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So yeah, so in November then, so the reason I was like asking is you have put, I actually don't remember what what the original question was going to be because I took too many rabbit holes, but like, yeah, you put out there that like big things were coming in 2023. But prior to that, like when, you know, I stalk your 2019 and 20 and 22, a lot of it was just work-life balance or it seemed like it was work-life balance, but also like side hustle, right? Or like passive income. Is your husband a realtor? Absolutely. I do everything from real estate. I own multiple properties. I actually have other businesses um, outside of the state that I own and operate as my own CEO outside of my chiropractic business. Obviously, I'm a mom. I'm a stepmom. Um, I'm a really high energy, absolutely, well, excuse my French, batshit kind of person. <laughs> so first of all, do you know your Enneagram? Do you know what the Enneagram is? No, no, okay. well, I have well, no idea. I do know what it is, but I have no idea what mine is. <laughs> all right. Well, right now we're between a three and a seven. So we'll figure it out by the end. Don't worry. Uh, okay. So then how did this come about? Actually, that was a question that I first asked them because I was like, wait, hold on. I got an email and, you know, they, I mean, come on, who gets an email like, hey, we'd be interested in doing a show with you. We saw one of your TikToks. And I'm thinking like, are you serious? Wait, Yes, yeah, so it was just a TikTok. By the way, I'm so pissed I'm not on TikTok. I <laughs> to think it's going to be the TikTok that's really funny and cute. No, this right. is like some like ridiculous TikTok about period cramps and stretching. Like this was this was the TikTok you guys chose to like find me off of. And then on top of that, I'm like, yeah, because everyone, you know, Doctor Oz wants me to have me on board too. Okay, like, mm-hmm. yep, okay. <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay, this is funny. I really didn't take it seriously when it was first introduced to me. Um, it wasn't about to two weeks later, they like reached back out like, Hey, like we haven't heard back from you. Like <laughs> you ghosted them. Yeah. You thought it was a scam. <laughs> oh I did. I mean, come on, let's be honest. Like one in a million. This isn't right. like, I was looking for this opportunity. I wasn't like seeking it out. I wasn't trying to, um, go down this Avenue. It, it was organic and it fell into my lap. And when the opportunity presented itself, it was like, you don't say no to that. Well, shoot. All right. <laughs> what so- I do now? 
your personality already seems like somebody who you you wouldn't say no you would say yes and figure out and worry about all the stuff later right absolutely yeah. not, okay. i'm a yes kind of person that sometimes gets me in trouble but mm -hmm. for the most part i jogged this so after you said yes and i'm sure there was i mean i'm sure we are glazing over all sorts of different you know meetings and phone call was there a point where you went oh shit this is what i said yes to and like it sunk in the weight of it all this isn't just about you anymore this wasn't just like oh this sounds fun yeah i think when production came and we actually filmed the first episode and they were all here and it's like cameras in your face and it's really happening i i i think i had blinders on to that moment i was just really excited about the opportunity not understanding what i was really getting myself into but once they all came and it was really happening it was really an oh crap kind of moment like wait a second what are repercussions of this? How am I representing myself? What are things I want to see? What if I don't represent well? And not for nothing, you have this idea, okay, well, you know, the millions of people that are going to see you. And what if I say something wrong? What if I'm stupid? What if I do this? What if I'm not myself? What if I'm not great? And then the worst part about it all, I think my biggest concern wasn't even like the naysayers and the people who, you know, bully behind, you know, computers and stuff like that. It was my peers. I was terrified for the reaction of my peers because some of my best friends who I think are some of the big, biggest dogs in our industry, I'm thinking, well, why not them? You know, like, am I really cut out for this? Like, why not get that guy who's like seeing 2,000 patients a month and has a gazillion dollar practice and all these wonderful things? Why me? Um, so yeah, I really, really, really struggled with it. Um, I I cried a couple times, to be honest. I was like, I'm crazy for <laughs> What was I thinking? Well, and you're, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but you're already committed at this point and you wouldn't have said no. Um, you know, <laughs> you wouldn't have said no. You would have had all those feelings. I imagine that some people, a lot of people would say no. Like, I do think there are that fear. And I would, I would 100% agree with you that my fear wouldn't be because like I accepted way back in chiropractic school that there are mean people about our profession and they're just going to be there. I mean, we encounter them at barbecues. We encounter them on TikTok. Outfits. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So it wouldn't be those people because I've built a defense. It would be the like, I don't even know. There are sometimes I've thought about how because all like with the podcast if i'm doing a really chiropractic specific episode you know like maybe day two conversions or something i'll talk about like i'll let something slip that i say in my review of findings and i'm like oh gosh i wonder if i just made a bunch of chiropractors go <gasps> you say right. what because you have your own philosophy, or maybe you're a cast payer, or maybe you're this, or maybe you're uh, Alice Orthogonal, or a Macbeth Levine, or maybe you're a pedi I don't know. And everyone has this philosophy, and maybe it wasn't educational enough. Maybe you didn't do this. So you're like, dang, man, how am I going to capture all these avenues of, of what chiropractic is, right? It's, and you just kind of have to say, like, what? You know, what? let me just do me. Have faith. And I'm imagining that, you know, 
like I have a feeling that chiropractic is a little unique in that. I don't imagine that like dentists are like fighting over like, that's how you describe a cavity. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I would also imagine that production had no idea this like skeleton in the closet that chiropractic has. And so like, did you share any of your concerns about this communication burden a lot of concerns we had a lot of talks back and forth one of them um was me privately with them um basically you know even the name of the show that was controversial enough and you know i didn't have a choice in that that was production which is fine and i have to learn to honor that right um the other part was i don't even know how to put this the other part was i was really really fearful i think at one point about what they knew in terms of chiropractic. So it was really funny to watch them come in. They had an idea this was going to be some Dr. Pimple Popper type thing and how they were going to operate and run the show. When they actually came on board, it was like, whoa, hold on. I think they even learned a little bit through the learning process. I think they were like, wow, we didn't even realize like how beautiful the chiropractic profession was. We had no idea what you did. And all of a sudden we're you know, doing all these things. And they're like, wait a second, you need to capture that. Hold on, we need to do this. But wait, that's hilarious. But wait, that was really educational. So they came in thinking one thing and got like 10 things. They had like everybody else. We're just neck and back, right? They didn't think about extremities or pediatric care or these extreme cases or it was just wild. So I think in a beautiful way, actually production caught the plethora of what we can really do, right? Because we're well, you not- You do an amazing job. You do- uh, like an amazing job of like, it's like you're a politician almost like a, a chiropractic politician because watching you just like bob and weave and make the, the subluxation chiros happy and make the rehab chiros happy. And I'm just like, how is she doing? And meanwhile, taking such a concept and it's not just the production team who's like, like you're educating all of, America in just like a sound bite, a sound. Yeah. Yeah. I think we, I have gotten a couple people that are like, oh, she's not, you know, this enough or that enough, whatever it might be. Um, and I, I don't mind, honestly, it doesn't get under my skin. I think what most people would be really, um, you know, this is at the end of the day, it's TV, right? So what people don't realize some of these cases were so difficult, so, so, so difficult. Nobody even understood the hours that went into some of these cases. Um, there were times I was even scared to be honest. I was like, I didn't go to textbook. Call it <laughs> um, but most of it really was on the fly. Uh, um, I will say that much. And, you know, it did take a lot of study. And there were times where even I was caught. I did call upon my peers at some times just to be like, hey, like, am I missing any contraindications to care? You know, can I phone a friend right now? Because... I just need to make sure that I can do this and staying within our scope of practice, right? Because not all these are corrective care. Some of these patients are really difficult. And some of these, let's be honest, I can't cure it, right? But if you can give someone who's had a 10 out of 10 pain, uh, maybe pain-free for 24 hours, well, isn't that worth it? Didn't we sign up to treat our patients no matter what? So that's kind of the idea that I was going back to go back to nerve interference, go back to subluxation and go back to treating the spine. And that was where I was at the whole time in my head. Right. You probably <laughs> just had to have that right down. Keep it, keep it simple. <laughs> keep Don't it. overcomplicate yeah. it. Don't overcomplicate it. It's going to be easy to. 
it's so easy to with these complicated cases. Now, what was your, so when did you graduate from chiropractic school? Uh, 2013 from Palmer Chiropractic, Florida. Okay. And then what was your, do you, did you own your own practice? Were you an associate for a while? Um, I was actually, because I was I, like going down the rabbit hole, trying to figure out what these things I'm pretty sure. I had an internship in, in New Jersey um, that fell through and Hurricane Sandy devastated it. This was way back when. Um, and so at that point I was jobless and I was like, what am I going to do now? So I hopped in Mini Cooper and drove south where the sun never stopped shining, never left Florida. Ended up getting a job as a CA, even though I was a doctor, because I needed to make ends meet, making $10 an hour. By six months into it, I knew immediately that I was not meant to be somebody's worker bee. I knew that I had my own path and I went ahead and opened up my first practice, One Advanced Rehab. Um, this was about 10 years ago. Um, I partnered there and two years later, I realized I need to take a bigger step. So I partnered with Papa Chiropractic and I've been working there for the past eight years. It's been absolutely fantastic and I've done nothing but soar. So, you know. So, okay. So wait a minute, you opened your own, but then you partnered with. Yes. I had like multiple investors and partners. It was all complicated. Okay. It didn't work. I was naive. I was naive. The very first time I signed up for things, it was a failure. Um, I was naive as to what it took and in signing on the dotted line when I probably shouldn't have, to be honest. And we all do it, right? You live mm -hmm. and you learn. Yeah. <laughs> so you are an associate or you're a partner? And I'm an associate. Um, what but... was the conversation like to your boss of like, hey, so there's this thing that I kind of already said yes to. Um, he was really, really, really excited for me. I think at the end of the day, he realized because the way we function anyway, I have kind of my own practice within his practice. So it's kind of like an associate, but kind of a partner. Um, so he was like, girl, you do your own thing. And no matter what, he's like, it's going to bring face value to both of us and what we have going on. And he's never treated me as an associate. So I've, it's because I've always functioned on my own. But that was kind of a private conversation between him and I. Yeah. So then did you have to, okay, so I'm just picturing like I'm, I'm a very straight chiropractic, simple, like we don't do a lot of rehab. Our appointments are short. Did you have to alter how you were taking patients for this? Like how? Yeah, yeah. I actually had hired a, uh, a doctor to work. Well, first off, the doctor I had was already working there because he was covering me for my maternity leave. I asked him to stay a little bit longer. So we actually kept the doors open while we were filming and he took care of my regular patients while I filmed. Oh, okay. Cause that's where I was just like, I just picture like how on earth <laughs> it's a lot of moving parts. It's a lot of moving parts. There were a couple of times, you know, we had to, you know, shut down or doing our day off just to make sure that we got what we wanted. And we knew the importance of it. If you're willing to go with the ebbs and flows when you have an opportunity that's big in front of you. So were you just finding patients? were no. like or were was production finding patients they did everything oh that's wonderful it's the great, <laughs> easiest marketing ever <laughs> yeah it was really crazy um it really was i i've i've never it was most exciting most difficult most challenging uh experience i've probably done to date out of everything i've done have <laughs> has a pediatric patient been filmed yet yeah actually i've 
I think we have a pediatric patient on episode two, Gigi. Oh, really? I did not see that. Yeah. We, we, we focused on pooping. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> we focused on pooping. We focused on, you know, constipation and belly rubs and making sure that we gave mom all the at-home tips for digestive issues, as you know, with infants. That's really, really finicky. Yeah. Hey, She Slayers. So a question I get asked a lot is, what have I found that works best to get new patients in the door? Well, my friends over at the Pediatric Experience have put together the ultimate branding and marketing playbook that does a comprehensive job to answer this question, and they even include a free video training that comes with it. This free guide reveals the secrets to a kick-ass, wildly effective marketing system that consistently brings in over 20 new patients every single month. And guess what? It's all organic. Picture this, a proven approach that will grow your patient numbers while you focus on doing what you do best, providing exceptional chiropractic care. Inside the playbook, you'll discover the five core elements of this powerful marketing system, from crafting a compelling brand to implementing strategic marketing strategies, they've got you covered. If you know PX, Dr. Tony and that crew, they practice exactly what they preach, and it's no different in the latest PDF Plus training they've put together for you. So if you're ready to attract more patients through the door, grow your practice, and dominate your local market, this guide is a must-have for you. So check out the link in the description to get your free download and video training. Hey, She Slayers, are you looking to get your team off the phone and streamline your front desk so you can spend more time doing what you love? SCED has exactly what you're looking for. They will automate all your appointment reminders, missed appointment reminders, reactivation campaigns, allow you to have two-way texting with your patients. Plus, they have a very cool app that your patients are going to love. The app alone saves chiropractors tons of time because it gives patients the flexibility to move appointments to a time that works better for them. Don't worry, you won't lose control of your schedule because you'll have access to all the parameters that keep you still in control. Plus, there's overbook protection, so your schedule won't get out of hand. SCED was created by a chiropractor for chiropractors, so you can rest assured that you're getting the absolute best system for your office. Dr. Eric Kowalki is committed to the chiropractic mission and he works closely with his developers to always be innovative so that we have the best system available. If you're hesitant to switch to SCED because you already use something else, let me tell you, it's worth every penny. Plus, mention that you heard about it on my podcast and they'll give you a discount. Seriously, it is a game changer. Don't wait. So how has the reception been? And don't like... Don't just say like, oh, it's been amazing. Like, what's been the surprise? Um, the reception has been, honestly, I am surprised. I was expecting more haters. Yeah. So I mean, just, if I'm I honest, was I was too. More, more haters. I would genuinely say that 95% has been phenomenal. My peers, I, I mean, across the board, whether it's a podcast, Facebook, Instagram, I've been so supportive. Um, there's a couple, you know, chit chats going back and forth, um, but I don't mind it. I own it for what it's worth. And I'm Do really, you really go really down that rabbit hole and like, absolutely read. Not. no, absolutely not. It doesn't do me any service. And the first couple of days I did, I did. And you're like, oh my God, but it doesn't do me any service because no one's ever going to be in my shoes and no one's going to be able to wear my shoes and, and really um, come from a place of, of, you know, honesty and what it's really like. And to that, I don't think anybody can prepare you for the magnitude of what this did and 
and what it has done to my life and my practice and to the chiropractic profession. So, you know, whether it's, you know, what they want to see, it's my journey, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I know that, um, so there's a chiropractor who became like TikTok famous. And one of the things that she was saying is that she like just taking new patients now in her like normal life is really a struggle because, you know, one adjustment can provide a lot, but in general, like there's a ton of work to make sure that like diagnose, make sure it's safe, make a, a plan. And then people are like, oh, no, no, no. I was just in town because I wanted the head jerk. Like I'm coming just for this one adjustment. So like now in real life, how do you at your front desk? The hardest part. That is the hardest part, right? Because there's two things that are happening right now. I'll be honest. I have 15,000 people on the waiting line to see me. 15,000. 15,000. Imagine this. And the very first day I get there, the girls are picking the phone lines. like, And I just see like the, the pending doom on their faces. And they're calling from Australia, from London, from Western Canada, from Ireland, from, uh, I don't even know, across the ocean, nonetheless, Florida, all over the United States of America. And they have this perception that the, what they see on, you know, the show is, we're going to adjust you, you're going to be pain-free, and then, boom, I'm Magic Fingers, Harry Potter just came out, and you're going to be great. And so there's been a really hard one, answering everything, two, getting to everybody. Now I'm fully booked. And three, weeding out the people and having them understand that you can't just come in and get adjusted and, and you know, miss chiropractic's gonna fix you. <laughs> so we're like putting people in, in piles and having to figure out how to sift through things. And that's been, ooh, talk about uphill battle. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I had a single reel go viral two years ago and it was like, just you had somebody at the front desk answering DMs be like, do you know anybody by me? Do you know anybody by me? And it's just like, this is annoying. But okay, no, so I'll take that back. Simultaneously, absolutely rewarding that you're and like you're in a different situation than we are. Like as a chiropractor who's like, I just put out a reel or a TikTok to try and like get new patients. And now all these patients are, you know, it's oh, great to bring chiropractic to people, but like without a specific place to send them. Like we don't have just this great directory of like, go here and find someone close to you. And, you know, that's one thing that I'm working on. That's a project that we're looking at right now. We're looking one, what is, you know, Miss Chiropractic? And two, you know, I keep saying that one of the biggest blessings that has come from this, honestly, truly, if, Tomorrow, none of this ever happened. And, you know, we don't get season two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Uh, I have chiropractors all over the world reaching out telling me because patients watch my show, they walk in the door. So if you ask me, I've done my job as a physician, as a chiropractor, as a, as a human being on this planet. And that is something, oh, I get chills. That's something that I'm just so, so proud of, right? But also practicing my humanness and who I am as a person, it's hard for me to not feel empathy and compassion mm -hmm. for the people I can't help, right? Mm -hmm. And so we're looking on some creative solutions on how to make it basically like a nationwide mischiropractic referral system. Um, so that's something that we've been really looking into. Um, it's in the works. 
Lord knows how long it's going to take because I have enough on my plate right now, but we are trying to be creative right now. Mm -hmm. So talk to me about the Miss Chiropractic brand. When when did that start? Did it start pre-production? Is it something that like... It was something that I started when I first joined, um, you know, as an independent contractor slash associate with Papa Chiropractic. It was my Instagram name and something that, you know, just slowly started to catch on and catch on and catch on and just evolved naturally. So um, it kind of just, it stuck. <laughs> it stuck. And then what's what's the hope? So a directory now, is that going to be specifically for Miss? DCs or how do you handle that? Right. That's a hard question. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to say it would be for specifically female chiropractors. And there's uh, nothing wrong with that. No, there isn't. Cause I do think there is a niche and I do think there's something to be said about female chiropractors. I'm not going to take that away from, from what we do, especially now being a mother, we, we face different difficulties and challenges in, in this world, um, in a male, you know, oriented chiropractic universe. But I'm just as strong. I'm just as good. I don't lack in my confidence or my adjusting skills or technique. I am a little bit, it is difficult being a mom and owning businesses and the balance of that. But I also am just ready to focus with elite people because you'll see on, you'll see in my practice, I also have Dr. Brandon Wetz. He's my PT. And when you have me and him next to each other, I can't sit there and say like female only because he is literally like a boy version of me and i'm so happy to have him on board right so i have to honor who i am as a female but also honor that i have some superstar players that like i just would love to showcase and so when i'm looking to hopefully expand i'm just looking for the elite of the elites the creme of the crap well so um the she slays brand has kind of gone through a similar thing of where when it started four years ago it was like, I think it was, I literally said like, this is a podcast for female chiropractors. And as the episodes went on, minus the ones about periods and breastfeeding and things like that. But honestly, I I think it was an episode we were talking about like maternity leave, where I did have a male chiropractor message me and say like, I just want to thank you I know you don't like, I'm maybe one of the only guys that listens, but this really helped me because my associate is a female and I'm trying to create the best opportunity for her to do this. And like, or, you know, even ones where we're talking about periods where these are doctors who have patients. So like, okay, maybe it's not applicable to them, but you know, it is to their patients and they're learning and, you know, it's not like it's TMI for them. They're like, yeah. Especially when you're on your business, right? Because who's going to pay my paternity leave? I am, right? On top of having to pay the coverage. So there's a lot of things to take into consideration when you're looking at finances and and what we have to do. <laughs> and then when I have a sick day, you know, usually, sorry guys, like I have a kid or maybe I bring them to work. I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> Absolutely. It's like show up and going, these are just allergies. This is Sorry. Not a call. This is that. Yeah, I got infant in my hands. Like we just got a multitask today. Right. <laughs> and so yeah, it is interesting because like I feel like how so how old are you? I'm 36. Oh my god, we're the exact age. Um, so I feel like 
10 years ago, maybe, or, you know, it was like female, and this is beyond chiropractic. I feel like this is more of a all society thing where it was like, we needed female focused things to, I don't want to say protect, to support, to provide community, a place that like, I see you and like, I've been through this and this is how I did it. You know, like there needed, there, there was this help for women in the workforce. And now I feel like those of us that have created this brand, we've got like these men who are like messaging us being like, but Hey, I'm going through the same thing. Can I come in? And you're like, ah, shoot, you are, huh? Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to honor, I have to honor both sides. Maybe that's a Gemini in me. I don't know. That's one thing I'm about. I love astrology. So the Gemini in me, masculine and feminine, I'm going to get them both. <laughs> yeah. Well, you figure it out. Um, okay. So what was being on camera like? So were you like really comfortable being on TikTok and going live and doing all that like lower, so lesser social media stuff first? It takes a minute. <laughs> and it's funny because I'm actually a pretty extroverted kind of human being. Um, I grew up actually in theater arts. My mom had me in pageants since I was like three years old. So stage presence was something I never really struggled with. I was I when it came to like fear and actually like opening the act, like I hated that. Uh, but she I had enough practice, you know, up until I was like 18. Um, this is just a totally different thing though. It's just so in your face <laughs> and you have to be on, like on all day, eight to eight production. I mean, you are just, and then, it's almost like you black out. Have you ever seen the scene of Will Ferrell in old school? Or he's at the podium and he just like, and he's like, I think I just blacked out. That That's me. I think he just, just comes out and you, and you wake up and you're like, you just got through that whole thing? Like, am, am I good? What I say? What I do? Did I do things stupid? I don't know what happened. The first three days, I was a little bit like, it's totally my words. They need to have just a full blooper reel because I think it'd be hilarious. Um, That'd be fantastic. You like, just need to ask for that for yourself. Like I your own personal. Give me that, please. It's got to be hilarious. But I think as the days went on, I found my group, right? Uh, what I wanted to talk about and if I was doing chiropractic and if I was doing this. And at one point, I just, I remember asking one of the camera guys, I was like, I was like, sorry if I'm just being really extra. Um, I can tone it down and they're like, just be you. And I was like, oh, we got this. <laughs> mm -hmm. I you mean, it's friend. kind of probably similar to what a lot of new chiropractors, like brand new, those first few days where you're like seeing patients and you're like, I know what words to say. I know how to do an adjustment. Like, I mean, I think there was one part I want to say it was season two and I'll call myself out because I don't really care. I think I literally forgot what dorsiflexion and plantar flexion was. And I'm pretty sure that I say it completely incorrectly on camera. By oh, the way. no. I'm and that's, and I look back on it. What do we do? Laugh. The whole nation is going to, I just called myself out. The whole nation yeah. can see my mistake, but I don't care. You know, like when you're in it, it's just, it's just so crazy. You can't, you can't hyper focus on the flubs. You'll drive yourself absolutely insane, insane. And for some reason, when cameras are on, you just start questioning everything. You're like, wait, what, 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 what is it? What is the Atlas? What is the, wait, is that the occupant? Like you start freaking oh. Basic things. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's hilarious. Imagine. It was just so, like, oh. So 
beyond the pressure of, okay, so we talked about like the pressure of like how are peers going to perceive this? What did your brain go to the next level of like, if I do a good job at this, like this could be chiropractic's I don't want to say big break, but like, honestly, it's an underutilized profession in a very, very sick world. That's like, dude, I remember back in school, the professor said, like, if the number of people utilizing chiropractic just doubled, we would literally not have enough chiropractors to serve who needed to be served. Oh, um, yeah. Listen, there are so many connotations with chiropractic care. We could go back and forth forever, right? And so I had a lot of those fears and and I was going to bring all those questions to the forefront, right? I'm here to say, here, this is what chiropractic is. Uh, it's even more strange, especially not to get into some crazy discussion, but especially coming out of COVID, you know, we uh, were in a place where everybody was, you know, doing all this pharmaceutical stuff. And we're coming out of this deep, dark place. And all of a sudden, we're going to put natural care smack dab into the middle of the universe. Then say, okay, by the way, chiropractic care, here you go. You know? So um, I am someone who always says, I know you know a little bit of my story. I, I had cancer. And the medical world saved my, saved my life. I can't sit here and deny that the chemo and the radiation that I went through didn't save my life. Here I am. You know, talking to you. Um, chiropractic always and continues to save my life. And I would like to at least believe that if I can be on this type of platform with this show and have this breakthrough for our profession, that we can maybe make our worlds a little bit more synergetic, right? That there's a place for alternative medicine. There's a place for medicine as well, right? Because when we signed and we took an oath, our oath was to first do no harm. And when we, you know, put our hands in our, our chest that day, we were here to serve patients. And sometimes that's chiropractic. Sometimes that's chiropractic and PT. Sometimes that's medical doctors and chiropractic. Um, I try and make sure that at the end of the day, what we're doing is right for our patients, right? No matter what that looks like. And if I can advise natural care and if I can bring alternative medicine to the forefront for the first time, I mean, holy cow, what a breakthrough for chiropractic, right? We've, we've gone through so many discussions, even with the AMA and history that have, have been, you know, they've been put on our forehead for a really long time. And, and we don't talk about that. I'm okay with having the open discussion about um, what we really do. And maybe people don't want to hear it, but for the first time we are shedding light on that. And I'm really, really proud of it. I hope to continue representing really, really well, but it's something that I take seriously um, because it's about time. Honestly, we live in an over-medicated world. And it's about time people start fueling their body properly. Oh, yes. I, I love that. And it does feel like, I feel like recently, and see, how do I say this? Within, with patient care, it's almost like the people who uh, turn to medications, like the doctors who that's like where their thinking is at, have doubled down. Like, and it's so weird. And I don't know if it's just in my corner of the earth, but my patient experiences have been more so even, and I'm with you, like, I'm not my antibiotics. My daughter got a staph infection at nine days old and had IV antibiotics and potentially saved her life. So I tell patients all the time, I'm not anti anything, but it is one of those things where it's like, sometimes I feel like I'm like, okay, 
are we, are they reading the same studies that, that I did about antibiotics? Like what's going on? How come it's still just, it feels, let me rephrase that. How come it still feels like we're carrying the health, the true health of the country out like come on mds come on get on board and there's so many great ones and stuff like that you live in a bigger town where there's variety and things like that but it's just you know and it's about finding a synergy i think enough i think one of the biggest concerns i have but what's also really neat about chiropractic people are asking questions they should be asking questions about their health right and i always say it doesn't matter what kind of doctor it is i don't care if it's your orthodontist or your OBGYN. Um, but if they haven't asked about, you know, your food, your water, your exercise, um, your overall care, then they're not being a doctor. They're just writing the script, right? And I would agree the same thing for a chiropractor, right? We need to address the basics before we can even look to see what kind of vitamin we're going to give them or supplementation or what care plan we're going to do. Um, and I think that people need to start asking the right questions. I think... Um, there's a pandemic right now of, of just trusting and going, right? Just going with the flow. And we need to search inside ourselves to find out what's right for us, right? I'm really, really big. I work with OBGYNs. I work with some of the top orthopedic surgeons in the area. I get referrals from them. Um, but I'm really, really crazy about, you know, finding the right doctors and talking to these orthos, right? So that I know that the partner ha I have with this other doctor is synergetic with how I feel, right? Because you should have your health at utmost important and you could have a doctor that listens to you, right? Not just sit there and like tell you what to do, right? So I, you know, I always tell people, you know, question things. It's okay to question things. Ask the questions. And if they're not taking the time to answer the questions, they're probably not in the right place. Right. And if you're afraid to ask that question, then it's probably not the right doctor for you. And I always tell my patients, even if I go over an MRI, it's a great example. I'll give them my, you know, two cents, but I always say, hey, I'm going to refer you. Let's say I think it's a surgical case. I'm going to refer you to an orthopedic surgeon. And I always advise you to go seek their opinion because you can't make informed consent without knowing both sides of the story, regardless if you trust mine or not. Go visit, hear what they have to say, and then make a decision what's right for you. Right? And we don't do that often enough. No. One of the other things that I'd love your opinion on is so I feel like when you when you see the whole big idea of chiropractic and it's like, well, yes, pain, right? Like pain, neck and back pain. And then we start getting, you know, into all these other all these other things, nervous system related, fight or flight, sympathetic dominance, all this stuff. But one of the things that I personally feel I have to like almost recoil on is our embarrassment with the attachment to pain is that like, and how I think we shouldn't because anybody who's been in pain, really that's life-changing to be in chronic pain. And so like, what's your opinion on chiropractors? Not in a bad way. Cause like I said, like me self has kind of abandoned pain as like, I'm too good for, right. oh, because I'm, I'm treating the symptom. I'm right? treating the symptoms. Okay. I'm for nervous system. And yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll use my own personal story. I got in a, a really, really bad accident. Um, I have multiple extrusions in my neck um, and low back. And what I can say is 
listen, you can give me all the corrective care you want, right? But it's not going to undo the extrusions, right? I am a chronic pain patient and I have two options. I have the option to go for surgery or I can say to myself, I'm going to do the homework that it takes, even if it's long-term and lifelong, to go see a chiropractor, get regular massages and do pain management. And guess what? That is worth every bit of sanity to me, especially when you're a chronic pain patient. When you're 10 out of 10 every day with migraines, you can't work, you do all these things, I'm sorry. Sign me up for whatever corrective Arthur stem, whatever decompression thing you want to do for however many whatever. It's not going to do it. I've tried, okay? I did PT, I did injections, I did everything. But I have learned how to manage my pain. And that's a whole different type of patient. And I think we need to also honor that, that there are simply people who are just in this for the longevity of what chiropractic can do, which provide them relief. And that is everything to chronic pain patients. End of story on that. Well, yeah, because like, I mean, you look at the opioid pandemic and it's like, hey, hey, Kairos, like we could help that quite a bit if we, as long as we're not too good to talk about pain. It's almost like I remember being really frustrated when I was in school. I went to Northwestern and they um, had just gotten this a big donation that they were going to be doing a study on. And it was on, and they were going to be partnering with the University of Minnesota on this study. And so it was going to be very, very cool, but it was about low back pain. And I just remember being a student and so like, oh, what a waste. What a waste. We've already proven that we can fix, not we can help. See, those are the kind of things on a show I'd be like, hold up. Uh, I don't want to say fix, uh, take it back. <laughs> that we, <laughs> that I would just like get, create like a um, spontaneous tick where I swear immediately after something where like, ah, you can't use it. I just said, uh, drop the F-bomb. Um, but no, so like, I just remember being like, oh, we've already proven to the world that we can help low back pain why are we wasting there and one of the chiropractors that was a part of the study that i was like basically saying this to in a nice way like over coffee um was like well we have it people are discovering they have no idea that chiropractic can help this they have no idea do you agree for me it's like I think, I, I don't think it's a, it's two things. I think maybe one, people are a little bit, maybe if you want to call it naive or ignorant to the fact of, 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 of pain management. But I think there's another part, right? Because my wellness clients and what that looks like and their pain, maybe some of my pain management patients are once a week. Maybe they're every two weeks. Maybe they've done once a year, they're doing great. And now they're every once a month. It looks different. But I think the biggest misconception with pain management for me is the work. I think people don't want to put in the work like anything else, right? It's so much easier to, you know, take a Tylenol or whatever it might be than say, hey, I'm going to get adjusted and take time out of my schedule every week, right? And that's where the failure to comprehend pain management becomes into play because that might look different for every patient. And they just don't want to put the work in. It's like, and I try and tell people this all the time. It's like, okay, you don't want to put the work in, but your check engine light comes on your car and you go get it checked, right? And maybe that check engine light comes on sooner because you did 10,000 miles in three months versus 10,000 miles in a year, right? 
you're going to necessitate that fuel quicker. Well, you have underlying issues that are creating pain. So guess what? You're going to be in my practice a lot more, but the choice is yours. And whether they ultimately want to do the homework for pain management is a different thing, right? Like, but I'm dedicated, girl. I get adjusted and I get an hour and a half massage every Saturday, every other Saturday of my life for the past eight years. And it has kept me, that's my recipe. And eating and dieting and all those things too. But um, I stand by what I say and I get regularly adjusted with a massage every other week of my life, sometimes more. Hi, friends. I wanted to take a quick break from the episode to make sure you all know about the cool stuff we have happening over on Patreon. This is a platform where I can offer you extra content, behind the scenes interviews, quick trainings, and exclusive trainings answering your exact question live, back to back with me. It's a way for me to more directly interact with you and post some fun things that would never be in the normal weekly episodes. To check out what we're doing and to sign up, click the link in the show notes. I'd like to take a moment to thank one of our primary sponsors of the podcast, Insight CLA. The Insight tech moves the message off the spine and into the nervous system where the magic of the adjustments can be measured and tracked. Everyone from newborns to seniors are being scanned in my practice and in thousands of other practices like ours so they can be examined and inspired to choose chiropractic care. It's like an instant referral machine because the scans are so visible and informative. Like what patient wouldn't want to know how their nervous system is performing? The staff at CLA are ready to take care of you and answer any questions you may have. They also have an incredible online academy that can help train everyone in the office and help them to feel confident on how to get perfect scans and how to interpret the results. We have been using the Insight technology in our clinics for over seven years now, and it is a complete game changer for conversion, retention, and patient education. Click the link below in the show notes as She Slays listeners get preferred pricing and hundreds of dollars off their purchase. Hey, She Slayers, I have partnered with Well Aligned and Above Down Apparel to give all of my listeners something really special. So listen up, don't skip. A free premium t-shirt, okay? You get a free t-shirt. So just head over to wellaligned.com forward slash She Slays to claim your listener offer. That's all you gotta do. Above Down has the coolest and most comfy chiropractic tees that showcase your personality. My favorite is the Mabel. I love it. Um, They're super soft and a great conversation starter if you do seek conversation with, you know, your patients. We call it table talk. What more can you ask for? So I've also been using well-aligned materials for years to educate my patients. They have high-quality ROF folders, patient handouts, office forms, posters, and a ton more. So why recreate the wheel when there's a perfectly designed communication tool ready for you to help educate and inform? Head over to wellaligned.com forward slash she slays to claim your free t-shirt. And I'll drop a link in the show notes so you can check it out. We're going to take a really weird turn here. Um, Are you religious? Yes. Okay. So spiritually wise or God wise, whatever, um, have you felt like you needed to have a a mantra, a prayer, um, any kind of grounding through this 
to oh, like is that the thing that helped overcome the fear the imposter syndrome like talk to me about what that has looked like for you because this is big. this is like a yeah, big I grew up thing in, I grew up in a Catholic church I, I don't practice like I used to um I am very no Catholics do <laughs> I'm very committed to my faith but my faith looks different from other people right I've had several near-death experiences in my life and um I would be lying to myself if I didn't believe that there was a higher power that got me through those moments in my life. So I really honor that. Um, I'm a very energy-seeking human being, and I people think I'm crazy and auras and chakras and all those things, but um, I do believe in law of attraction. And I, it's something that I practice daily, especially with imposter syndrome. In fact, I'm at the top of my game right now, and I've never had more imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I've actually had to rely on my faith and, hey, you know, keep that chin up. And I know what my work ethic is. And I have to believe in myself so deeply that I know no other way. Right. And I always describe my imposter syndrome like bunty jumping. <laughs> you know, you're taking this leap of faith in yourself. You might even believe yourself. You might not even like believe that you're good enough, smart enough, pretty enough. All these things that, you know, the best chiropractor in the universe. And you're on that ledge and you're back and forth, back and forth. And all of a sudden you just jump and you're flying down in a whirlwind, the hot mess of your fear and all these things that are bombarding your soul. And you land at the bottom and you go, oh, shoot, I made it, you know? But I do have a saying and it is success, success is never owned. It's rented and rent is due every day. And it keeps me working so hard. It keeps me focused on my family so that I always stay humbled in my game. I remember when I first started, I made 20, I think I was making like $700 a week. <laughs> I'll be honest. Yeah. I mean, and I thought that was like, hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, but you have to own, you have to own your stuff, you know, yeah. and you have to, you have to get out of that syndrome and tell yourself you are good enough. And you had to look in the mirror and love yourself every day. I really try hard to practice self-love and that's not easy. I'll be honest. I feel like you said something that just we need to talk more about because you said like, I'm at the top of my game and imposter syndrome has never been bigger, you know, stronger. And I think that so many people, it's easy to look at the chiropractors on the stages doing the TikToks and going viral and now on television and just go, if I had her confidence, I could maybe have an ounce of that impact. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, that's not how I feel. I think if you were to ask my friends, they'd probably be like the true Alessandro probably has like had multiple discussions where they've had to talk me off the ledge and tell me like I'm worthy. Right. But you know, the other choices, right? I, I always make this analogy. I think it's funny. When you get to that top of the game, they think, oh, you're the big dog, right? Now you got all this stuff going and you're it and whatnot. But I always tell people this. When I signed into biology, I had an A. At the end of the semester, I could either continue to have an A or have a B, C, D. Owning your success and waking up every single day and not and achieving that every day so that the, at the end of the semester, you still have a height is the hardest top part. The maintenance is the hardest part. The, the patting yourself on the back to get up and do it every single day and love what you do every day is the hardest part. 
And there's always ebbs and flows and you're going to fail and do these things. But my hardest part, honestly, is waking up and saying like, you got this girl. You got this. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. You know, um, I lack confidence actually in a lot of ways. And I don't think people would actually see that about me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's terrifying. It's terrifying. So how has millions of people watching? Can we talk yeah, about yeah, that? Exactly. exactly. Guys, like, you know, okay. So how is watching yourself on television? Weird. I watch it once. I don't watch it again. Okay. So you do watch the episode once when it actually aired. Uh, we had our first premiere party. Uh, I threw it at my girlfriend's restaurant salute. And uh, for the other ones, we had like maybe 30 people at my house and at even time on those Wednesdays for all the other ones over pizza. And they're like, man, your show's like, Elena, I'm like, girl, I know. I had to like take a nap to watch my own damn show. You know, I'm a mom. I need to be in bed at like eight. You're asking me to like, I would literally get home from work, nap for like an hour and a half and then like a order pizza with 30 people at my house. And but they loved coming over because during the commercials, I would kind of like throw in some cool behind the scenes, like Mary and they're like, I think the behind the scenes is cool. <laughs> right. Your husband's just like, I don't know. This is what you do. This is your job. <laughs> it's And I haven't watched them since. I just, I don't know. Um, I'm having a hard time if I were to be blatant about it, honoring all of it because it's so beautiful. Right. But it's hard not to feel braggadocious about it. It's hard to watch yourself and be like, yeah, I mean, I'm not that. You don't post person. a lot about it. No, you don't. Like, as I was going through your Instagram, I'm like, when the hell does she even announce that this thing happened? And it's like. <laughs> and then a lot of rules. Things have changed. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm having. I'm learning how to honor and I think most people will be like, yeah, I'm going to go with it. And it's funny. I have chiropractors being like, oh, well, I have a TV show coming out and I am. I'm going to be serious. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, can I or can I get on your show or all these kinds of things? I'm like, I don't even feel that way about myself. So trying to like bring somebody else on board is even more difficult. I'm like, I, I'm learning to honor it. It's a beautiful thing. It's a privilege. Um, I truly believe that. And I'm just remembering to stay humble, little yeah. of me, college gardens. Right. So whether or not Miss Chiropractic allows he chiropractics in or not, we'll set that aside. Um, what you, you know, just in some of our like back and forth conversation on Instagram, it feels like beyond helping patients, beyond helping the overall profession, it feels like you have a heart to want to help like chiropractors succeed. <laughs> I really will. We're in such a, I don't know, we're in a, a strange world these days, you know, and I'm trying to, so hard to, to coach people on chiropractic care, but I'm also not this like guru, you know, systemic philosophical human being either. I am not robotic whatsoever. I am totally wild in my own practice. I believe that laughter is a part of my medicine as well, by the way. Oh um, yeah. Like when you talk to the patient about her yabas or <laughs> what did you call them? I was like, like hell conjungus. I was like, hell yeah. I really believe that you are like that in real life. I was I like <laughs> Yeah. I, I don't 
you know, it's reading the room, right? You, yeah. you know, you wouldn't say the room is millions of people. Like, it's one thing if you're like, are you going to think this funny? You're going to think this is funny. But it's like, right I think one of the things that I would say to any chiropractor is um be yourself right we don't need to be these astute doctors because we're having to prove what the chiropractic profession is right be yourself be yourself it works every single time um don't try and put yourself into a mold and what works with Joe Schmo across the street might not work for you so don't try and do what they do don't don't mimic take advice you know, take what you can, learn from others and mentors, but pave your own road after that. And I think that's something that I would say to any chiropractor. Don't worry about fitting into the mold. You're you're going to find your practice is so much more beautiful when you do it how you want to do it, even if you're weird and quirky like me. Like, honestly, like, they tell you not to be, you know, compassionate with them and all these things and it takes time, blah, blah. I think I that's the toxic alpha shit that's leaving. I, and and I don't even attach alpha to like the masculine genitalia. I just think that like, it's just the, it's the old way. It's the chip on the shoulder. This is how, who we need to be, to be taken seriously. And it's like, okay, we, we tried that and that didn't move the needle that much. So now let's just try being authentic, empathetic humans who listen to our patients. I fully intend on spreading the word of chiropractic care. Um, and what that looks like is, is different for everybody. For me, I don't care how you do it. Practice what you practice. Talk to the spine. Talk about nerve interference. Do what you do. And I am all good with that. Um, it's about patient care and it's about paving your own path. The more we can, you know, heal, the better we're going to be, the better profession is. Don't, it would be so, I can't right. stand that. <laughs> so then what is, what is next for you? Because looking at, the work-life balance and the other side hustles that you're like creating is got to be a lot up in the air of like, okay, well, is there going to be multiple seasons? Like, do We're you waiting for back about yeah. season two. You know, there's a lot of logistics to go into this. Um, you know, it could be tomorrow. It could be in several months. We don't know here. Um, it's kind of just like stay patient and wait. I obviously, I would love there to be a season two, uh, I think we just touched like the surface. I think we just went and I think that if there is a season two, there's going to be some massive chiropractic movement. Not that there already is. And I've had the presidents reach out to me, the, the FD. I mean, I've had everybody reach out to me. It's awesome. It's the work-life balance is really tough. I have a lot of upcoming projects, um, a lot of them that I talk about but i'm gonna be so excited to announce and i'll promise i can get some of those to you first when i'm ready but there's a lot of really exciting things coming up on the forefront and for that i'm really really stoked we're going to be doing podcasts like crazy a lot of social media can be coming out uh and i'm working probably like 80 hours in well, that's what I was going to say is like, well, shit, you were just pulling back. Like you were like four day work weeks, 20 hours in clinic. And you're like, never mind. I'm going to do all that because I was going to have a baby, right? That's the female in me. I'm like, okay, I'm going to have a baby now. I'm going to not work on Fridays maybe before because I'm going to stay home with my baby, right? And I would rather, you know, pay an associate to work on Fridays because I'm never going to get the time back with my baby. Well, I didn't expect the show was going to happen. And so I went in the complete opposite direction. 
Um, and that's a conversation my husband and I have really been working on um, is the fact that I'm actually not as present as I want to be. And that's a guilt, right? Um, for my family, for my baby. But, you know, one thing that him and I always discuss is if what you're doing is with good intent and with good value, then don't worry about it. Keep trucking forward, right? Because I don't feel like I'm the best mom and the best wife right now and all these things, even the best chiropractors. I'm being pulled in a million directions. But I know that the the goal, and I'm in the trenches right now, once I get out of these trenches and we get some more solutions, it is going to be worth it, right? And it's for good intention. And I know as long as I honor that, that only good can come from it. Well, and it's such a, it's why I asked the question about like, what is your faith practice look like right now? Because when you are, it's such, it's such a classic head game, you know, the enemy, not the AMA, <laughs> like the enemy or whatever, um, you know, that's almost like how, you know, you must be on the right path is when that voice inside and that those lies get louder of like, well, but you're sucking as a parent, like, oh, you know, and it's just like, that's how you know you must be onto something bigger. I always have to come back to like, girl, just have faith. Just have mm -hmm. faith. Everything's going to work out the way it's going to be. I, I've had so many crazy instances in my life. My life has been so wild. And it's funny because I even look back on some of the journals that I would, I, I write a lot. Um, and some of the quotes that I wrote and some of the things that I wanted, the dreams that I wanted and my goals. And every one of them happened. I surpassed all of them. Not only because I had faith, but I think when we ask for things, we want them like, yeah, you know, I'm like, yeah. It never happens when you want it to, but it always happens as long as you follow through with it and you have faith, right? And I think there's part of it that's hard work, but the other part of it is like, don't you worry, you got this. Like, don't you lose hope. Don't you lose hope, girl. Like, just keep trucking forward. And so, you know, there's two parts of that, right? Because I can't deny the hard work I put in, right? That wasn't, <laughs> fate did not bring me here. I can tell you that, right? But faith is always in the background and it's always speaking loudly to me. And that's the part that keeps me like, when I'm in that moment of jumping that we talked about, like, all right, there is no like fear decision. It's I'm having faith, I'm jumping. Let's go. Like, let go, girl. And I think that's that moment where you have to be like, sorry, there's no like, clear, concise, like conclusion about how this is going to go. You know, you just have faith and you can't control. You cannot control. Yeah. So how, how do we as chiropractors support this? What can we do? Like, uh, <laughs> Obviously keep spreading the word. You're going to uh, go on TLC, go on my page, like things, share them. Um, even, you know, our podcast here today, make sure you share it. Um, either on TLC, uh, we're on HBO, we're on Discovery. Oh my gosh, we're on the TLC app as well. So all those things count. Spread the word. Continue to share it with friends and family. Watch reruns; it still counts. Um, and just keep your fingers crossed. Have faith. Yeah, and we'll just have have faith, faith that this is going to work out for season two. <laughs> yes, yes. We're going to be more. And crazy. don't send her a message asking if you can be on there. <laughs> It'd be more crazy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, well I, I am just, I, 
I'm not like a feel goody person. Um, I don't like saying nice things to people. Um, not because I mean, it just makes me feel awkward, but like, I really think that you've done an amazing job. Like, and I'm super judgmental and critical. <laughs> I would have, I wouldn't say anything to me, but you know, it's just like, thank you. I, yes. I just, I support you. However you need support, you need anything you reach out um, because I think that what you're doing is so cool and so scary and so big. And I don't even think you, any of us have any idea the ripple effect, like, holy shit, you took a boulder. Like, no, you didn't just throw a pebble in the lake. Like the ripple effect from this show, even if it was just season one is life-changing. And so like, thanks. I, I sacrificing thank you and I'll be calling you guys I gotta be honest like I, I the supporting words even the IGs the DMs it helps it does help it helps like when I'm in that moment we're like holy shit I'm terrified and this is really hard and what the hell did I just do it helps I go back to some of those DMs and I look back on those things I say you know what this is the good intention this is why I'm doing it and my community is behind me and I know that and I know that deeply you know, and I have to, I have to just run with it and just like put my blinders on, just go girl. (laughs) And uh, feel free to send me any of the mean uh, things that you get from other chiropractors, because I will be sure to publicly, you can't shame them. You're a public figure now. I will. I will freaking call them out. (laughs) It is really funny because there are a couple, um, there's a couple like on the threads and like Facebook and like Instagram and like, even in like the comments, like on my you know, whatever it is, my IG, and you'll see other chiropractors like go in on that chiropractor, be like, dude, you should be thanking her. Like, because of, because of this girl, I don't care how this goes, we're talking about chiropractic on a nationwide scale. So it's for me, it's actually like, you're just like, Hee-hee. I didn't even have to say anything. <laughs> I'm like, thanks. But I don't, like I said, I don't really care either way, yep. you know, you know, come run a mile in my shoes and then you can judge. <laughs> thank you so much we'll be on the sidelines cheering we will share we will do all the things and i just think you're great so then i have so much more to share with you so i can't wait for like a a two with you and two with you (laughs) sounds good you were great all right cheese slayers until next week bye Hey, She Slayers, are you looking to get your team off the phone and streamline your front desk so you can spend more time doing what you love? SCED has exactly what you're looking for. They will automate all your appointment reminders, missed appointment reminders, reactivation campaigns, allow you to have two-way texting with your patients. Plus, they have a very cool app that your patients are going to love. The app alone saves chiropractors tons of time because it gives patients the flexibility to move appointments to a time that works better for them. Don't worry, you won't lose control of your schedule because you'll have access to all the parameters that keep you still in control. Plus, there's overbook protection, so your schedule won't get out of hand. SCED was created by a chiropractor for chiropractors, so you can rest assured that you're getting the absolute best system for your office. Dr. Eric Kowalki is committed to the chiropractic mission, and he works closely with his developers to always be innovative so that we have the best system available. If you're hesitant to switch to SCED because you already use something else, let me tell you, it's worth every penny. Plus, mention that you heard about it on my podcast and they'll give you a discount. Seriously, it is a game changer. Don't wait.